Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon! Sandy! I am so excited for this episode. How about you? I've been looking forward to this because this is different from what we usually do. Yes, in the past episodes, we've covered a lot of very important things like grief and loss and anger and shame. And they're incredibly important and we all experience them, but they're not really fun. And today we're doing the fun stuff. And I'm really excited about that. I love the fun stuff. (laughs) When we were talking about this before we started podcasting and you were like listing off the whole litany of things that we've talked about. And I was like, what a downer. (laughs) I mean, they're great and they're important. And when we address them one at a time, it's, it's awesome. But when you look at it as a whole, I was like, oh, oh yeah, we need to focus on some good. So that's what we're doing today. We are, and it's very exciting. So today we're talking about happiness, joy, fun, and appreciation. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> There's a philosophy that you kind of came across, I don't know how many years or decades ago, that started becoming just part of your everyday language, which as my friend and my mom was instrumental in the way that my worldview evolved. And it was find the good, find the good. You say that all the time. I do. Because there is always good, even in things that seem awful and bad. As you know, A week or so ago, we were out at a friend's house in the country, and I was walking around their yard in the dark, and I stepped off a two-foot ledge and landed on my face. It was so scary. It was scary. And I was a mess, and I was bleeding all over the place, and it was ridiculous. But there was so much good there. The people we were visiting were medically trained. (laughs) And they knew exactly what to do to take care of me. And they took me inside and did all the right medical things. And then when I got down off the mountain and went to the hospital, the waiting room was completely empty. I've never seen it like that before. We walked right in and they took me right away and were right on it and took good care of me. And I had a CT scan and they determined I did not get a concussion and I did not do any internal head damage. And it was all really good. And I'm pretty healed already. That's amazing. You looked like you'd been through a prize fight. Yeah, I felt like it. I was all swollen and bloody and it was just ridiculous. But there was so much good about what happened after that. It was interesting that they they not only were medically trained, they had all their yes. medical supplies and first aid stuff out because they were heading to a training yes. the next day. So it was all just yes. like sitting there waiting to be used. Waiting for me. (laughs) So my find the good, there is always good. Even in things that seem not so good, Mm -hmm. there is good. And that's what we're talking about today. There's a company, a little company in Iowa, they call themselves an 
arts and gift company, I think. Anyway, they make these really sweet little quirky paintings that have kind of little anecdotes on them that I think come from their lives that just are very poignant. And I love them. They're called story people. And anyway, they have one. I was getting ready for our episode yesterday and was trying to buy a gift for a friend. And one of the ones that popped up is just this cute little, it looks like a little leaf with a body. And it says, they say life is a cruel thing, but I don't think they ever saw the velvet red maple tree in my front yard with the wind in its hair and all the leaves dancing. Ooh, how beautiful. What a wonderful image. Isn't it great? Yeah. And it's like, what do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on the fact that bad things happen or the fact that good things happen? Because they're both out there. And I have this gorgeous, tiny little velvet red maple tree that my mama bought me for Christmas in my <laughs> yard and all the leaves dancing. And it was like, yeah, what do I want to look at? Yeah, I want to look at that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Speaking of dancing leaves, I want to share a thing that made me very happy. I was taking a walk and it was very windy and it's fall. So the leaves were coming off the trees and there were beautiful leaves, yellow and orange and red and green and all different shades of those colors. And they were dancing down the road. Oh, cool. All around me, they were just blowing up the hill all around me. It was gorgeous. It was dancing leaves. And it's so beautiful. Anywhere you look, there is gorgeous if you just take the time to notice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I love the picture. I love the image of you walking in that. It was just phenomenal. Thank you. So we're going to explain the difference. A lot of people think that happiness and joy are the same thing. Mm-hmm. When in reality, they're really different. Happiness comes from external situations like the dancing leaves. They just make me happy. You can't help but smile. And it brings me momentary pleasure. And that's happiness. Mm-hmm. Joy, on the other hand, is internal and it comes from your being okay with who you are and where you are and appreciating all of it all the time. Joy comes from finding the good all the time. Mm -hmm. So some people can find happiness briefly, but they're not joyful. They're not filled with joy. And it's so important for folks to know the difference and start filling themselves with the joy. I love that because we talk a lot about, are you doing what makes you happy? And it's in the constitution, the pursuit of happiness. (laughs) And when I think about that, it's exhausting because if it comes from outside you and you're pursuing it all the time and it's fleeting, you never stop. It's like chasing something that you can only grab briefly. But the joy, I've been in some really random situations that necessarily required a lot of work and that weren't a whole lot of fun, but still (laughs) been able to have that joy flare up inside for whatever reason, whether I was with people that I really loved or, you know, had accomplished something or was, you know, just good with me. And that kind of thing, you can fan that flame anytime. And that doesn't require a chase. Exactly. Pursuit of happiness is a nice concept, but I think happiness comes to you if you just look around. You don't need to pursue it. Oh, maybe we should lobby to change the wording to the recognition (laughs) of happiness. There. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. You think they'd listen to that? (laughs) Yeah. That's my new platform. I just want to change that one sentence. Okay. 
Yeah. Right. Well, there and include go. women, but you know, that's a whole other conversation. Oh yeah. We're not, we're not going there. Not going there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what makes you happy, okay. Sandy? Oh, everything. Talking to you, everything in my life, my bed, my fuzzy yeah. sheets, the fact that I have a home where I'm warm and comfy and cool in the summer and warm in the winter. And I just so much, everything in my life makes me happy. What about you? You know, it's interesting when we talk about, when you and I especially talk about things that make us happy, I've noticed it tends to come back to very basic things. Like, I love my fuzzy yes. sheets. I love that I have a place yes. that I can go and be warm and loved. And it's not about, I love my whoop-de-doo new car, or I love my expensive new you know trailer or boat or whatever. Not that we have these things, but yeah, there are, right. those are things. And it reminds me of a study that they did about people who have won the lottery and how they, yes. they measured their happiness before they won the lottery, and then their happiness after they won the lottery, and then their happiness a few years later. And yeah. it seems that there's a baseline people exist at or choose to exist at. And then when they win something big that improves their financial situation, there's a brief bump in that happiness level. But then a couple of years later, they've gone right back to where they were. And I think that's because it goes back to the hierarchy of needs. When you get those basic things taken care of, then you have to make a choice. Do I want to work on evolving as a person? Do I want to work on fanning those flames inside me? And the things become less important. And I love that because it means that no matter where you are, if you can get those basic things taken care of, then you're well on your way to being content. Absolutely. Yeah. And I realized long ago, I used to always want a swimming pool. Oh, I like to swim. Mm -hmm. Biggest reason was because I wanted to have a place for uh, our kids and grandkids and friends to gather. Yes. And a pool provides a focus. And it wasn't so much about the pool as what it would provide with the relationships. Mm-hmm. And everything after, like you said, after basic needs are met, the other stuff is just stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to have. It's nice to have a zippy little boat to whip around a lake in or whatever. And But my joy would be taking friends and taking family and it would be like the pool. It's another reason to get together. And the joy comes from the gathering and the people, not the thing. Right. So the I guess what we're talking about here is not about how you go out and get these things. It's about how do you cultivate them in yourselves. And so we start with what? Mindset? Absolutely. Mindset is everything. If you look for the good, you will find the good. If you look for the bad, you will find the bad. Because all of that is always there. When I've walked off the ledge, I could have looked at all the bad. It's like, oh my gosh, I embarrassed myself and I bled all over myself and my clothes <laughs> and I could have done serious damage and I'm embarrassed. I mean, so many things I could have looked at negatively, but no, there was so much good in that. And everything about your day, there is positive and negative. And it's up to each of us all the time to focus on the good. If you choose to do that, you will find what you expect. I can't tell you how many times I would say to somebody, isn't it a gorgeous 
day. Look at this. And they will say, yeah, but we really need rain. We're in a drought. Well, yes, that's true. But I'm not going to focus on that because focusing on that isn't going to change anything. And I'm enjoying the beautiful sunshine right now. But people go through life finding the negative and telling us and themselves all of the things that are wrong. And then they find more wrong and more wrong comes. And then they are validated that, yeah, life is hard. Mm -hmm. No, life is beautiful. But they have to start looking around and finding the beauty and the wonder in Things like leaves, or I remember when you and your brother were little toddler people, we would go for a walk and there was no destination. We'd go walk around the block, but the point was to get out and you would be fascinated by a caterpillar crossing the sidewalk and we would have to stop and watch it and make sure it got all the way across or by a beautiful flower that was in the neighbor's yard. And it was so fun to be with you guys because little people are in the present. They're in the right now and they find the good in everything. So it's so simple. People want to make it complicated. It's like, well, life's not that easy, you know. Well, so it's not, but it will be a lot easier if you find the good and then you will get more of that. I think it was Einstein who said there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is. Oh, wow. He was such a smart man, <laughs> as we know. <laughs> and I saw another another quote somewhere, and I, I wish I knew who said it, but it was something along the lines of, choose your thoughts carefully, they will define the quality of your life. Exactly. That is very true. I have a cool Zig Ziglar quote. <laughs> it says, a great attitude becomes a great mood, which becomes a great day, which becomes a great year which becomes a great life. Oh, I like that. And that is so true. So I hope all our listeners are looking around wherever they're sitting or whatever they're doing and finding things to appreciate, things to enjoy and be happy and grateful for. And they will be surprised and pleased to find that they're happier. You know, this is, it sounds like such a monumental shift to make. But it's really easy and it it's yeah. remarkable how quickly you can train your brain. So just a tiny yeah. bit of practice can change your whole, seriously, your whole worldview. So you've got a, a little meditation that we can do? The word meditation freaks out some people. They think we're yeah. going all woo-woo and all that. It's a practice. And really, it's just a relaxation. It's just a way to relax. And what you do is... You close your eyes and be in the present and relax your body. You take several slow, deep breaths, count to four on the intake and six on the exhale. Because when you do a longer exhale, it lets your body know it's time to relax. Oh, interesting. And then relax and notice your thoughts. If they're stressful, acknowledge them and let them go. Kind of like letting a leaf flow down a river. 
Mm-hmm. Just let go and watch them float away. You don't have to hold on to the negative thoughts. If they're positive, smile and enjoy them. Just feel the joy that comes from being in the now and happy where you are. And be present and focus on your breath. That's it. That's a, a little three-minute relaxation slash meditation that will make a huge difference in your day. So I hope people will give that a try. And remember, you are never at the mercy of your thoughts. You control them. They do not control you. I love that. I used to have a really hard time sleeping or falling asleep. And it was because... I would try to do this, you know, close your eyes, take a deep breath, but there was so much happening in my brain. And whether it was things I needed to do or things that I was stressed out about, I would try to let them go. Mm-hmm. And there's something, yeah, for me anyway, there was something scary about that, about like, mm-hmm. but what if I don't remember it, you know? And it finally it dawned uh-huh. on me, if I'm this stressed out about something, it's not going away. Like, it will be there when I wake up in the morning. So I finally started right. just writing things down. This is what I need to do. This Perfect. is what I need to think about. This is what I need to remember. And it got it out of yes. my head so that I could yes. pay attention to other things. And that was, it was oh, such a, a monumental shift in my life to just be like, okay, I'm carrying all this stuff all day long, which is what it feels like. Those are the muscles that tighten up, the ones in my neck and my shoulders and my back. It's like I'm carrying baggage. And to just right. say, I'm going to put those down just for tonight. And if I need to pick it back up in the morning, it yeah. will be right there and I can pick it back up. But right now, I don't need this. And then you can breathe. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And then when you can breathe, you can relax. And when you relax, then you can start falling asleep. That's beautiful, Shan. So we challenge you. Find three things today (laughs) that make you happy, that are beautiful, that are good. Just three. That's all you need. And then think about them before you go to bed. There you go. And pretty soon you'll be finding five, or you'll be finding 10, or you'll just run your whole life enjoying the good. And it's little things. It's like we said earlier, our bed or the fact that we are safe in our home. Those really aren't little, they're huge, but they're things we take for granted. Right. A lot of people in the world don't have that. And we are fortunate to be there, most of us, and need to appreciate that. So pay attention to all the positive. It's a it's a really easy conversation to have with your family too. I know we used to do this at the dinner table and my husband and I would do this with our daughter. Every night we would all go around the table and say, tell us three things that were good today. And it gets a good conversation started and it helps wake you up to things that you might be noticing that you're not noticing now. And it also gets your kids into a habit of thinking this way. It doesn't take much. It's just a little nudge that can put you on a whole different path to experiencing your life in a different way. Exactly. As we said often, it's all there. It's up to each of us what we choose to focus on. And what we choose to focus on will determine the quality of our life. So I hope our listeners will start focusing on the good, finding the good, letting go of the negative. If there's something they need to deal with, 
deal with it, but then let it go. So to wrap up, pay attention to your thoughts and enjoy the positive. Find the good and release the negative and focus on your breathing. Relax and smile. And until next time, find your power and change your life. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Shannon. Talk to you next time. Bye.